0: Hello and welcome back to Little MB. If this is a podcast you like, you might want to like turn on your notifications for when I put something new out, because right now with everything going on, it's still sporadic when I get to put stuff out. So it's not me trying to get follows or anything, if you like something... You're going to listen to it. There's a couple podcasts I listen to that I don't have notifications turned on for. Because <laughs> I'm always going to go and check. But they are consistent about when they put stuff out. So, um, well, I wouldn't call it hitting a wall. But with my push presses this week, week 10, I did not get the 255 things were a little bit different for me. Uh last week I skipped chest cuz I was a day late on legs. I had crap come up last Thursday and it's like, you know what? Uh on Friday I was like I'm doing my leg workout. I don't like chest anyway. And it's like I don't I don't want to lose what I've been gaining. And so the problem was is i don't know if it was the positioning of my weight belt or what but i ended up pulling something either in my ribs or in my upper abs or both I'm not sure which and so i decided instead of doing push press this monday i'd do it tuesday and i ended up Doing it Tuesday, in in the two and a half attempts I gave, I I did not get the 255. First attempt, I felt like I could have gotten it. Problem was, is I pushed too far out in front of me. So, that prevented me from being able to get under it. Second attempt was a better attempt, but it was still worse Third attempt, I took it off the rack and was setting up for it. and I was like, you know what? I am not getting this. And with the way my abs and ribs are hurting, I'm not going to push it. I still did the warm up with 135 three times, 65 two times, and then 185, 205, two and a quarter, and 240. I did each of those once. So. It's like, I did my workout, but I'm not, I wasn't, I pushed through the pain I had, but it was one of those things, I don't want to make it worse. Then I got to thinking, it's like, well, I'm not, I've been getting a lot of good progress on, like, my pull-up workouts, so I don't want to skip it, so am I going to do it a day late? do that on Wednesday, which is for lifting, normally a day off. And then do legs Thursday, chest Friday. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I had done my overhead workout early enough that about three or four hours later, I went and did my pull-up workout. And I I stayed off the rope because of the ab thing. Ab slash rib thing. Not taking a chance <laughs> on a, climbing a rope that's unfortunately the only spot I got to hang my rope outside is over a section of concrete patio. I'm not taking a chance on dropping on that because I make a pole worse. <laughs> so I stuck with pull ups and Actually added three to it from last week, so up to a total of thirty one I got nine eight five five, and four so can't really complain about that. I haven't done my leg workout yet today, but it will be coming with squats and deadlifts but it it is what it is, you know, but I talked about that <laughs> reigniting the ego and stuff like that before, and it's it's legit, you know. Normally, if I if I sit here and have like five or six beers, it's like all right, it's time to go to bed. But Tuesday after those doing those two workouts, I drink my last six beers, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go out and have some fun. <laughs> so I went up to a bar. I don't know. I had like three or four tall boys, and I honestly don't know how many shots I had. I I was drinking some tequila and did some Woodford Reserves. And my birthday was Sunday, and this guy rolled in, and his birthday was on Tuesday the seventh. I was like, "Well, well, I'm going to buy a shot." And this other dude I used to hang out with, Sean, he ended up showing up, and (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It kind of reminded me of that. Hank Jr. song "All my rowdy friends have settled down." We never made it a point to like get together and hang out, but I was friends with his cousin, Clint, and we used to. I mean, Clint would always get together and get rowdy as hell, and Sean would too. And so I don't even know what got said, and Sean's like, "Yeah, it's like it's hell, man. I'm 51 now." It's like, holy shit, man, <laughs> it's, it's no wonder we're just a bunch of duds <laughs> sitting here, but I'm telling you that working out will reignite that ego, that, that, that idea that you're still young and still got it. <laughs> so that's part of the reason why I did not record yesterday, which I've tried to make. I'm trying to make Wednesday the day since I'm not lifting on Wednesdays. But, uh, yeah, it's not doing good. It's been a long time since I've really tied one on. Kind of sucks, but hey. Sometimes you just got to do it. But, um, I've dealt with a couple supplement companies lately, and it's ridiculous. So, if you're into working out and wanting to take supplements, beware of these these companies. One of them was on Amazon. And the reason I went to them was because they have something called Muscle Farm Recon. It's a recovery supplement you take within 20 minutes or so of your workout. And it was because the other company was out of the recovery supplement that I like taking because it helped me sleep. It, it You would take it like a half hour before you go to bed. And I really liked it. it Real, I don't know how it did as far as recovery for muscles. In fact, I haven't had it since I started working out again. Because the company had been out of it. And so I finally go on Amazon and search for this Muscle Farm Recon, which is USADA approved. The other one's not, I don't believe. Or at least they don't say it is. So who knows what's in it. Don't really care. I don't compete anymore. So, But... um. It came from a company in Michigan, Top Nutrition, It was the one selling it on Amazon, and I ordered it somewhere between the 14th, I think the 14th or 15th of May, and it was supposed to be delivered the 17th through the 20th, but with the tracking, it said that it was picked up by the carrier. In Grand Rapids, Michigan. It was sitting there at the carrier facility. And then it just never moved. Then I got a message. Like Friday or Saturday or something. Saying, yeah, sorry your product's late. If you don't have it by the 27th. Call. And it's like, fuck that. It's like, why should I wait another week? So, the following Monday... I went ahead and contacted the seller because a lot of times stuff is sold and provided by Amazon. Sometimes when there's a seller, Amazon still stores the product and is the one shipping it. Or sellers can just use Amazon as kind of a gateway, you know, kind of a selling site. And that's what this was with Top Nutrition. And so I contacted Seller and said, hey, I haven't, you know, I really don't want to wait to find out if I'm going to get it because it's still sitting in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And they're like, yeah, you need to contact Amazon if you want a refund. It's like, how's that work? You're the one with the money. And so I actually waited a week just just to see. And it still never left Grand Rapids, Michigan. So I contacted Amazon and told them, they're like, okay, we'll get you my, your money back and then file a claim. I was like, what do you mean file a claim? you are like, to try to get them to give us the money. So Amazon actually, out of their pocket, reimbursed me. And then it's going to have to try to get their money back from Top Nutrition. So if you're on Amazon or anywhere else buying supplements... Be wary of that company, because they not only don't give a crap, they're more than willing to let other people fit the bill. So be aware of that. Now, the, the original company that I wanted the recovery supplement, it's called Rested AF. AF as fuck. Everything that they sell is something AF. And I've had my fill of that company. For one, they said, well, we're reformulating Rested AF. So we're trying to get the distribution down and all this other crap. And it's like, why? Your product was awesome. Why would you reformulate it? I don't get it. It makes no sense. But... I call to see when they're getting it in. Because they had a thing... Provide your phone number, we'll text you when it's in. So after a while, I was like, screw this, I'm calling and asking. And they're like, oh... It'll be in by the end of May. Or by the end of April. And then... They end up... So, like... At the beginning of May, I called and I was like, yeah, well, I don't know why they told you that. It's been the middle of May all along, so it'll be another couple of weeks. And It's like, you've you got to be kidding me, you know? So, it finally comes in, and they got some really good pre-workout stuff. Uh, amped AF uh, and Pumped AF or is there? pre-workouts that you take. And you take them together. One's, I guess, basically for energy. The other one is the whole pumped up, get, get the oxygen flowing in your nitrogen, whatever flowing in your blood. I don't understand it. I've used it at times in the beginning when I've started working out because it's one of those things you take it, it'll make you so antsy, you have to do something. And the best way to get rid of it Workout, so i've used it before and it really upsets me because i end up ordering three months supply of the rest of af and part of me was like maybe you should just do one to test it see if it's any good since they're reformulating it but i was like you know what about the time i do that it's going to be even better or just as good and when I go to order more, they're going to be out. So I ordered three months' supply. So it comes, come, and it comes with all all these samples of shit that I don't want of their other products. It comes with the freaking shaker. It comes with some little funnel thing that I I, I don't know if it's to add a supplement to a. It, it's really kind of a strange thing, but. I think it's basically a funnel that you can put into the neck of a water bottle to add something to and then shake it up. Is essentially what I think it's for. But they got, they're sending samples of like VegPro. What kind of pussies are you fucking trying to accommodate with vegetable protein powder? I mean, come on! They... They sent a sample of hard AF. Which is supposed to be some kind of version of Viagra. It's like, you got to be kidding me. Maybe if they'd start eating some meat, they could get a hard on and they wouldn't need your damn supplement. You know? What happened to the freaking men in this country? Damn. I I just don't get it. And so I open up the, the tub of Rested AF, there's no freaking scoop in it. So I call and I'm like, yeah, there's no scoop. So I need to know how much is a scoop. Tablespoon? What? You know, if it would have been a, if it would have been the same formula, it wouldn't have been an issue because that would have been about a teaspoon's worth. Maybe a tablespoon. I'd have been able to figure it out. But no, for one, it's a new container as well, so it's tall and narrow, and so I can't even get my hand down in there to scoop off the frickin' bottom. So once again, what kind of frickin' fairies are you trying to accommodate? I don't get it. So the dude's like, well, we do it in grams, and uh, yeah, it says the serving size is 13 grams. (laughs) It's like... Like You might want to check that again. You obviously have never done Coke. So you have no idea what a gram is. And for you to tell me it's 13 grams, that's a lot. That's almost a half ounce of powder. That's a lot. It's like, you got to be kidding me. So maybe it's 1.3 grams. I don't know. But needless to say, I finally got pissed and started unleashing on the douchebag and he hung up on me. And it's like, fine. It's like, I'm done with your company, just so you know. Because I've had multiple issues with this company when it comes to them being out of stuff, when it comes to them in their shipping, and you have to pay a dollar for shipping protection. So they're getting an extra dollar on every shipment just so I I don't know what the deal is. It's probably to cover up all the times, to cover the cost of all the times they fuck up shipments. I can't tell you how many times that I've ordered this stuff because I've ordered stuff from them off and on because I don't stay on supplements. I don't really care for them. They're typically, for me... If I'm starting to get into working out again, or trying to, or if I'm trying to work through something, like if I've hit a brutal wall to where in a month I'm not making any headway and I'm starting to lose ground, then I'll, then I'll take some pre-workout, you know, stuff like that. It's nothing that I live on. So many guys do, but I don't, and there's always been issues with their shipping. They use UPS, which is the freaking worst, in my opinion. And it's like, okay, so if it's running a day late toward the weekend, then guess what? It's going to be three days late because UPS don't deliver on Saturday or Sunday. And I don't begrudge any shipment company taking Sunday off. But I mean, come on, really? Saturdays? Ugh, man, so I'm I'm done with them. I I don't care. And the rest of the AF is not as good as the original formula. It's junk now. It's junk. Don't know what they did to it to reformulate it. If it ain't broke, don't freaking fix it. The th- the weird thing about the original formula was and I think it's the reason they suggested that you take it like 30 to 60 minutes prior to going to bed is because when you first start feeling it it's weird it'll it'll make your body tingle and it'll increase your body temp to where you're like oh man it's kind of warm in here (laughs) you know it it doesn't make you hot and sweat (laughs) but uh it's definitely, like, weird when you're not used to it. You know, when you first start taking it, you're just like, oh, wow, huh? what is this? <laughs> you know? <coughs> so I think that's why they say to take it, you know, a certain amount of time before bed. So you get that feeling, you get used to it, and it wears away, and then you go to sleep. But considering the veg Pro, the Hard AF, and all the other junk that they try selling... Something tells me it has more to do with some panty waste not being able to handle it. And thinking, oh, it makes me too hot. It it doesn't go well with my VegPro. I mean, oh my gosh. Why? This is exactly why our country's going to fall. Because men just won't be fucking men anymore. I don't get it. I don't get it. Why is it cool? to be a pussy, I don't get it, (sighs) people or something, and hey, there's going to be people mad at me for this, and guess what, I don't care, say what you want, it isn't going to bother me, you aren't going to hurt my feelings, why, because I'm not a pussy taking veg pro and supplements to get my dick hard, I eat meat. And, I mean, just all the packets. Strawberry cheesecake whey protein. Are you freaking serious? Man, I remember the days when the only way, the only supplement available to put on weight was Mega Mass 2000. That wasn't a protein supplement. It was straight up 2,000 calories for a serving. That's what it was. Just calories. Creatine Stereomax was one of the best companies for it. It wasn't this flavored shit that you mix with water. It was like taking a spoonful of sand. And shit, me and my buddy, we got my lifting partner at the time, Dave, we got to the point where like, dude, mixing this with water sucks. Best thing to do. Spoonful in the mouth and just chug it, chug it down with water. Just chase it down. Why? Because we're not pussies. That's how we did shit. That's how you had to do shit. If you wanted a protein bar, a protein bar maybe had seven grams of protein at the time. The power bars. I mean, it was just so much different back in the 90s than what it is today. People just, I hate fish. I hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it. And guess what? Fish was the majority of my diet. Tuna, the worst. Canned tuna is some of the nastiest crap. And and back in the day when I was so jacked, guess what? It was because I was eating tuna every day. I didn't even mix it up with mayo and relish and all that fancy crap to make tuna salad. Uh Uh-uh. That's like rolling a turd in powdered sugar and calling it a frickin' donut. As far as I'm concerned. Tuna's nasty. So? Just like the frickin' creatine. I'd shovel that shit in, hold my breath when I was chewing it, and as soon as I thought it was chewed enough that I could swallow, I'd chug water after it. And the thing is... If you think I'm trying to be funny, I'm not. The thing is, with the tuna, it, it so affected me that I had to get i diff- get a different glass to chug water out of than the glass that I'd used throughout the day for my tea and stuff, because if I didn't, I'd swear that I could smell tuna on the rim of the glass and it just like make my stomach turn. it wasn't something I liked but it's what you had to do oh man I remember I don't know I was messaging back and forth with, with a buddy talking about a little bit about lifting and that. And it it was made part of the conversation had to do with squats and deadlifts, so it made me think when I was learning how to lift and learning how to do deadlifts. I was doing four hundred and fifty five pound deadlifts. And I had this dude walk up to me, I think his name was Paul. But he's like, Don't let me see you do that again. (laughs) And I said what he's like what are you doing I was like deadless he's like no you're not he's like those are called good mornings and he's like you're making my back hurt watching you do that crap because as it was I was doing it straight-legged so I mean it was just nothing but lower back wrenching to get that freaking weight up and he he made me strip down the bar and the rest of that workout, I had to stick with 135 pounds. And this is some random dude at this gym I was at. And he's, he's like, I'm going to tell you something. I catch you doing it straight-legged again. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to walk over and kick you as hard as I can in the leg. <laughs> like, fair enough. And so that's what I started actually working on. And they didn't. it took a couple weeks, but it didn't take long to get back up. The strength was there it was just the form wasn't but try that today with somebody you know they throw a fit they throw a fit if you try to interfere with them you know it's it's part of the reason why i never like going to the gym because i can't see shit anyway but if i catch something out of the corner of my eye the only place where i got a little bit of vision left It'd be so hard not to say something, so hard. And occasionally, I'd say, "Want to be? Would you mind some advice, or do you want to be left alone?" You know that that's the only thing you can really do. Because the only other thing that there's the the only other thing. One of the other things that just absolutely irritated the hell out of me was some dude that was fat, and he. would he'd wear a Superman hat backwards like he was some kind of king shit. And I just got done pulling 545 on Deadlifts. This was a few years back. I, I want to say my buddy Rick was still working at the gym. I can't remember. But because uh, I'm pretty sure he came up laughing and said something to me. And he, he walked up and he's like, now look man when it comes to deadlifts and I was like, excuse me? Can you pull this? He's like, what? That's like, yeah, I didn't think so. Get your fat ass the fuck away from me. You know And you think I'm a dick that for that, but the thing is, is like mentally like for stuff like wrestling, for stuff like powerlifting when you're trying to lift something extremely heavy, you have to go somewhere mentally. That's not a friendly place. It's not friendly. And it's not something you can just turn on and off. Not, not immediately after going there to pull 545 or whatever it is that you're doing. For you, that weight might be 315. It doesn't matter. The, the number does not matter. But he, you know, he walked away and Rick walked over cracking up. He's, he's like, dude, that was kind of harsh. And I was like, fuck that. I was like, dude, you know what I do in here? Is there anything wrong with my form? And he's like, no. He said, you got one of the best forms I've seen when it comes to deadlifts. And I was like, okay, then. He's got no reason to come to me and start telling me what I need to do. He's like, fuck that guy. <laughs> you know? And I was like, maybe if he wasn't such a tub... I would have freaking listened to him. But until you're in shape, dude, don't come to me. You know? Especially if there's nothing wrong with my form. So, it's... That, that's why I t- take the approach different. Now, you might wonder why I didn't say that to the other guy when I was doing the Good Mornings. Because as far as my knowledge was concerned, you know, granted, I was 17 years old. 16, 17 at the time. As far as my knowledge was concerned, I was doing it right. But guess what? The guy who walked up to me was fucking Jack. He was Jack's son. And it's like, okay, this dude obviously knows what he's talking about. There's a good chance he was on roids as jacked as he was. But roids alone... Ain't going to do it. Roids alone ain't going to get you jacked. Hard work alone isn't going to get you that jacked. You know. You can get jacked. But it takes a lot of freaking discipline and work. It takes a lot of cardio to keep the freaking fat down. The water weight down. Stuff like that. But it was pretty clear this dude knew what he was talking about. And I was still new. You know. And Hey. That doesn't mean old dogs can't learn new tricks. When my buddy came back, he had, he had graduated from UNLV with a master's of science in applied exercise physiology. The dude has mad knowledge. And when he came back, he, he totally made me rework squats because I had the old school wide stance powerlifting style. And I did not do squats for powerlifting. I never have. I've always been terrified of getting caught under the bar. So the best I ever done on squats was a set of three or four. And that was ass to the grass with 385. And he worked with me that day on adjusting a more narrow stance and going all the way down instead of just a parallel. And so, it's, you know, if I know somebody knows what they're talking about, I'm going to listen. And this this dude knows what he's talking about. I mean, he's one of those guys that would, he weighed like 170. He could put 240 over his head with the push press. And he could frickin', like, run three miles in 18 minutes. You know, he's just one of those annoying people. (laughs) That just kills at everything he's doing, you know. (laughs) But... I'm sorry. If you're fat, I'm not gonna listen to you. Unless I know you. If I know you and you're fat, guess what? I know whether or not you used to be in shape. So there's a big difference there. But I'll tell you what, I may go up to a dude that's outlifting me But if I do, it's going to be to ask questions, even now, even now, it's going to be to ask questions. It's not going to be to try to say, well, you know, And the thing is, is I have done that before where I've been like, I've said, Hey, like I didn't learn to do it the way you're doing. Like, can you explain why you're doing it that way? I'm just curious. You know, the, it, it's the approach, you know. Because I've, I've never had, when I went up to people, I've never had any anybody tell me to fuck off. The people are turning into pussies. Turning into pussies. This guy, the guy with the Superman hat... I never saw him do leg work. In, in the in the few months that I was going to the gym here in town, where I ran into him, never saw him doing legs. I'm not going to say he didn't, just because I wasn't there when he, you know, that don't mean nothing. But the only thing I saw that tool use a squat rack for was barbell curls. Which, fine. You know, it's... No nothing wrong with using a squat rack for barbell curls. But that's wouldn't that's all I see you using it for? You aren't doing push presses, you aren't, you know doing squats, you aren't doing deadlifts, you aren't doing clean and press, you aren't doing anything like that. Which I can't do clean and press. I I don't know what it is. I just can't force myself to throw myself under the bar like that so and it doesn't matter how how little weight how much weight the most i got up to with a clean was uh instead of the clean and jerk i'd just do the clean most i got up to was 275 and that same buddy that was reteaching me on squats he was in town at the time and he was laughing his ass off he's like dude he's like your brute strength's stupid and I was like, well, you know, it's a clean, dude. It's not. And he's like, no, that wasn't a clean. That was you jerking weight off the floor up to your chest. He said, you didn't even drop three inches to catch that. <laughs> and he's like, well, then I probably ought to quit because I'm going to end up fucking up my shoulder doing that. And he's like, yeah, probably a good idea. If, if you can't, like, and he worked with me on it. I just could not force myself to throw myself under for that or the snatch, whatever. I, I just couldn't do it, you know. Even though I know the basics as far as like trying to teach it. I won't teach it because I can't demonstrate it. So. And I know this is a lot of rambling and wandering around. But it's like, you know what? If I'm going to be ranting about top nutrition and steel subs, And the reason I kept giving steel subs chance after chance with their stupid crap. Is because I I love Robert Frank. I think the dude's hilarious. I think it's creative as hell. He cracks me up. And they're one of his sponsors. So even if they offered, you know, 20% off, I'd still use his code and get 10% off because it supported him. You know, but I, I I just can't justify it no more. Not not after five to seven years of it. I, I just can't justify it no more. So, but ranting about that, just your mind starts thinking about the other stuff. With that topic supplements are about working out so you know that's where i went to working out (laughs) and i'm in the mood of ranting so i'm gonna rant so that's basically what it is (laughs) but you know i don't know there's some good kids too though because i can remember it's probably been had to be before i moved to milwaukee so it's it's been four years (coughs) four to five years ago I was up at the gym and this lady brought her 13 year old son into lift and she was having him do squats on a smith machine now if you don't know what a smith machine is it's a guided bar that goes perfectly vertical straight up and down there's no forward or backward movement if you're going to use it for squats, you have to kick your feet out in front of you. And that way, when you like, go down, it's like you're sitting on a chair and your thighs are perfectly perpendicular to the floor or parallel to the floor. And it's for regular squats, it's just going to crumple you it's gonna make your back go in directions it's not meant to go and so i went over to him and i was like it's like i hate button in dude but you're really gonna jack your back up like using this for squats i was like would you like me to take you to a squat rack and show you how to do them and thankfully this was after the time period that that buddy of mine had showed me how to do as to the grass squats and do them right and all that kind of stuff and he's like he's like he he had one hand behind his behind his back holding his back he's like yeah let's <laughs> like, all right strip the weight He's like let's strip the weight and let's head over there and so then I went over and worked with him on it and I told him I was like free weight is always better than machines because machines are on cables which lightens the load it's always a fixed motion you know like the guided system on the smith machine free weights always better it works your stabilizer muscles i mean people can talk about the pec deck well you can do dumbbell flies you know okay if you got shoulder issues then use the pec deck it's going to be a lot easier on your shoulders but if you don't use dumbbells and do flies no it's it's just that simple, and his his mom walks over say, "Well, thank you for working with him on that he just he he'd never listen to me, and I was like, Yeah, no problem and she walked away, and I could tell he was wanting to say something, I was like, Dude, you don't need to. I understand <laughs> and he laughed. So whether he stuck with it and kept doing it that way, don't know. Hopefully he did. That was a few years ago. He, he'll he be a monster now if he stuck with lifting and kept doing that right. Tell you that much. But there's just no gym etiquette in certain gyms. I love Fitness America. That's where meatheads go. That's meathead men. And fucking some hot-ass women that are in some killer shape. But I can't get there. It's in East Peoria. You know, it's a 15, 20-minute drive from where I'm at. There's no way for me to get there. And back in the day, it was just a big, almost metal barn. But since then, I mean, I think it's still basically a big metal barn, but they actually put windows in that's part of the reason why I don't like five points here in town is because the front of it is just a big freaking window and the sun glare kills me I can't see nothing I I don't care if I hurt myself because of it but there's been times where I've come close to hurting other people and so I don't like it <laughs> but um five point you know they got good gym etiquette because they're meatheads they understand They know when you're done with dumbbells, you rack the sons of bitches. You don't just leave them sitting. And that ain't the case at Five Points. You got some people that know gym etiquette, but you got other people that'll just leave weight sitting on the bar. And I've gotten in this argument with so many of the personal trainers from Five Points, it's ridiculous. Not Rick, because Rick knows and understands. But (laughs) somebody said something to me yeah, they don't really like you deadlifting so much because it bends the bar. It's like, no, it doesn't bend the bar. What bends the bar is leaving it on the rack or a bench with weight on it. Well, that doesn't have I was like, yeah, it does. I just stripped that weight bench over there before I started this morning, before you were even here. So don't tell me that people don't do it. I've done it on these racks before. So don't tell me they don't do it because I've had the same bar barbell for, holy crap, I got this barbell in my late 20s, I've had it 14, 15 years, it's got a 600 pound limit, which I didn't know it when I bought it, which doesn't matter, the most, I I tried to pull 625 on it. I pulled 600, I've shared the video on Facebook how many times, you know, being like, yeah, I wish I could get back to that, miss them days, you know, all that crap, (laughs) Barstool Hero, you know, talking about the good old days, but I pulled 600 with it, I was doing sets of five, five sets of five with 480, I was getting up to when I ended up hurting myself doing the 600, and it was my arm, not my back, but... And my arm was already hurt. I shouldn't have been lifting. But either way, um, I pulled 600, tried to pull 625. And I don't know what made me think of weight limit for the bar. But I went online and found the barbell that I had bought and was looking at it. And it was only measured at 600. My bar does not have a single wobble in it. Not a single one. And it's because I never leave weight on it. The only time I've ever left weight on it is after deadlifts. And guess what? It's sitting on the floor. There's no pressure on the bar when it's sitting on the floor. And then I came down. I was just smoked that day. It was the day I got five sets of five at 480. <laughs> and I was like... I am not stripping this son of a bitch right now, <laughs> you know, because that's almost another workout in itself, you know, four plates on each side, four four wheels, 45 pounds each, what was it, a the 405, then a the 35, put it at 475, and then a the cookie, made it 480, <laughs> so, yeah, But there's no gym etiquette, you know, it's Fitness America, people have towels. They'll either put it down when they get on a bench or they'll wipe off the bench when they're done. Assholes at five points will just drown a bench in their sweat and leave it. That's something I want to lay in. I don't even want to lay in your sweat if you're a hot chick unless we're naked and you're with me. I mean, really? I mean, that's, it's just disgusting. And then people that think that they need to do their circuit training and they take up a bench when it's packed in the gym to do their circuit training, I, I won't hesitate. To strip that shit and take the bench huh sorry didn't know you were here thought somebody just left the weights on you were over there with dumbbells it's not a circuit training setup son and if you're in there when nobody else is in there fine i get it that's fine nobody else is using this stuff But when there's other people that are wanting to use the equipment, you think I'm going to sit around for an hour and a half while you're circuit training? Fuck off. It's not happening. (laughs) Okay, while while I'm bitching. (laughs) I I know you got to love it. I'm sorry. But this is like the worst is when poor gym etiquette comes from personal trainers. There's no excuse for that crap. None. If you're a personal trainer, that means the gym's your life. And if the gym's your life, then you should know etiquette. I'm doing push presses. and, and I was doing five sets of five with 252 and i don't remember what i was going for for my max like whenever but i'm sitting here doing this on on squat rack there's a group of like six or seven freaking people behind me with dumbbells and there's like basically no room for me to walk out of the rack like when i'm done i had to sit on the edge and they're sitting there chit-chatting while they're doing their sets While they're holding their dumbbells and doing their little lunges and crap like that. So I just sat and paid attention for a minute. Got myself pumped up. Did my next set. And then turned around. And it's like, alright, I'm done. I was like, excuse me. You people are crowding me. For one. For two, if you've got enough energy to sit and chit-chat during your sets, you're not going hard enough or not lifting heavy enough. So one... Learn how to work out. Two, get the hell away from me. <laughs> they ended up all walking away. It's like two or three dudes and three or four chicks. Once again, my buddy Rick comes up like laughing or whatever. He's like, dude, do you know that all of them are personal trainers here? I was like, do you know I don't give a shit? <laughs> I was like, they should know better. And he gets cracking up. He's like, I know. I just think it's hilarious because anybody else would just take it. I was like, screw that, dude. I'm trying to lift. It's not easy. Anything could throw you off balance when you got that much weight over your head. You know, it's not stable like laying on a bench or, you know, not even stable if it's laying across, as stable as laying it across your shoulders to do squats. It's it's, it's like, you know, it could cause me to freaking wipe out. I don't need to be worried about people behind me. I don't need to be worried about somebody setting down a dumbbell and it rolling into my rack before they can freaking get to it. And they were that close. So, if you haven't worked out or you're new to it or you're unaware of gym etiquette, the, the rules are simple. When you're done with something, strip the weights off the bar, put the dumbbells back, and if there's people around something, just out of courtesy, say, excuse me, is anybody using this bench? Is anybody using this rack? You know, it's it's not hard. Think about it in reverse. Think about if you're wanting to use the 40-pound dumbbells for something. And they're not on the rack. And then later on, you end up seeing them sitting on the floor somewhere and nobody using them. It's going to upset you. So why would you do it? I mean, it's that simple. It's that simple. It's not hard. It's not a hard concept. If you... Happen to walk to the water fountain to get a drink, and then you come back and somebody jumps on your is j- on your bench or whatever. you know that was the other cool thing about fitness was I, I didn't come across anybody that wasn't willing to share a bench. They'd kick their dumbbells out of the way and say, "Fucking hop on here, bro." You know, and especially like with this dude, Steve, who's jacking these 120 pound dumbbells like for bench. And I'm walking over like it's 17 years old with the 60s. <laughs> and and at the time, I thought I was pretty good because I got up to the nine, You know, I, was, I do 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. And I thought I was doing good. And this dude's over there just like racking out reps with the 120s. You know, and he'd be like, jump on, bro. Come on. And it's like, holy, you know, that's Jim etiquette right there. You know, everybody had a towel, you'd throw it down. So when you get up, guess what? Steve didn't have to lay down in my shit, I didn't lay down in his. Mutual respect. You know, but you come back and somebody's on your shit, and you like, you know, I just went to get a drink of water. You didn't ask, you know... Obviously, there's shit sitting next there because I, you know, and for me, I always carried my bag with me because it kept everything together for me. Water bottle, all that crap. Since I couldn't see, it made sense. You know, not everybody wants to do that. Some people would rather drop their keys and put their water bottle down and whatever it is. And they'll have towels, but they'll use the towels to wipe themselves off and not the fucking equipment. But anyways, I've bitched enough for one day, I think. Maybe. Maybe not. What do you think? Do you think I could go on a little bit more? Well, shit, I've went over 50 minutes. I guess I guess the episodes last longer when I'm pissed off and start ranting and raving about stuff. <laughs> all right any questions comments concerns whatever if you want to come on here whatever hit me up little mb6580 at gmail.com l-a-t-t-l-e m as in mike b as in bravo 6580 at gmail.com until next time y'all take care